Hello and welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We are your go-to resource for everything you need to turn your hygiene department into a profit center. I'm your host, Rachel Paul, and joining me is my co-host, Vicki Collier. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Vicki. It's good to see you. You too. So, um... I just got back from Puerto Rico. You did? I did. You had a wedding, I think, didn't you? you I did. Yeah. Have you ever been to Puerto Rico? I did a training there a few years ago. That's but right. I didn't have much time to explore and do much, so I really want to go back. Oh, you have to go back. We had the best time. I think I was there in December, and the weather was absolutely fabulous. So. Well, you know, there's this whole scare about Zika. And <laughs> lots of bug spray. Lots of bug spray. Well, I, you know, it's funny because we packed all this bug spray. Yeah. And I did not see a single mosquito. mosquito. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Well, for one, you're on the, we were like right on the ocean. So of right. course there was that good breeze, great yeah. breeze. But yeah. um, we went hiking up in the rainforest and I was thinking for sure, you know, feel like that would be like yeah. a breeding ground for mosquitoes. <laughs> right. Not a single mosquito the whole time oh, we were there. So here are all these people canceling their trips to Puerto Rico because they're scared of Zika. I hope it out in your favor. A good cheap trip maybe. You know? I know, right? So, uh, but it was, it was really a good time. So next good. time, maybe we'll have to, uh, we'll have to get another training yeah, in Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Spend a little more time there. And we'll just have to go together. It, it works for me. Awesome. Always well, a good plan. I know. So, well, thank you everyone for listening. Today, we are going to talk about Tips for accelerated hygiene, yeah. which is, yeah. um, we get asked this question a lot. Like, yeah. what is accelerated hygiene? Does it make sense for my practice? And uh, by the way, we're not telling you that you have to do this. Right. It's just, um, I've worked in offices with accelerated hygiene. Vicki, I know you've worked sure. in offices with accelerated hygiene. And uh, when done right, it can be extremely profitable. Right, right, right. right. absolutely. Um, I think the first thing you have to keep in, this is something that I did in my practice. Uh, we ended up with an extra person who had been a, an assistant for years, was very well known in our practice. Actually, she'd come from another local office and knew it, small town. Everyone knows everyone, regardless of where you work. But um, he said, would you like for her to assist you? And mm -hmm. I think of assisted hygiene, accelerated hygiene. I don't want those words to scare people um, because I did not, I think many hygienists, when they think of accelerated, that means that they've got to work at a much faster pace. Right, right. That's not how we did it in our office. But I had, I had, a, I was given an assistant um, who was a great assistant. She, again, she knew the patients, she knew the work. She, she was good. At, she was an, a, very much a go-getter. Right. Um, you know, I'm a little squirrely most of the time, even without coffee. She was even, she was, you know, on the go all the time. It was kind of crazy. So she just kind of kept me busy. But this allowed us to be able to, to do a lot more same-day hygiene appointments uh, uh, because, uh, because. Uh, we had the room. We've seen a lot of new patients at the time, so right. rather than having to schedule them out with me working in two rooms, um, it, it helped it a lot. It opened up so capacity. It certainly did. Yeah. It opened up a capacity. So let me tell you what the key things were that we did. For one thing, I did have two rooms that were in close proximity to each other, um, and I think that's a, a big part of this sure. too. Um, some people don't have the capacity in their practice to do right. accelerated hygiene, mm -hmm. so that's you have to have. Yeah, you, you really to work do. Out you of. really do. You yeah. can't. You can't schedule twenty minute appointments with one person. It no. just it can't happen. You can't schedule it with two people. It's right. just not going to happen. Right. So, um, so I had the two rooms in close proximity that were very. They were set up exactly the same. Um, she was very experienced, and she knew the patients as well as I did. Mm -hmm. So my patients did not feel rushed. I scheduled the normal appointment time and started staggering patients. Um, she had the first 
10, 15, 20 minutes where she would do the diagnostics, x-rays. She would go over medical history and then inform me in front of the patient of what, what she found. Um, she uh, you know, tackled all of those things while I was in another room uh, doing the scaling, doing the scaling and, and, and polishing educating and, and, all and educating. That. Yeah. Yes. So at about 20 minutes, of course, which it takes to do a healthy patient, mm -hmm. if, you, if, you're, if you're a hygienist spending more than 20 minutes with a scaler and polisher in your hand, you're probably doing periotherapy and not doing right. a process. That's a whole so other conversation. That's another <laughs> conversation. So, so we were working on the, uh, basically the, the 15, 20, 15 rule because we worked on 50-minute appointments. But she, she was doing the four-minute rule of, of you know, getting to know them if they were a new patient, mm -hmm. if that were the case. She, were, uh, she was doing all of the other diagnostics while I was with the, other, the, the patient in the other room. Mm -hmm. We were using headsets, so we were able to kind of keep each other in touch. Um, but she was keeping the patient occupied in a, in a way. Right, because you, know? you don't so, ever want to just leave a leave patient alone. sitting in a room. So, no. so, right, because... One minute to them by themselves feels like Absolutely. five minutes, right? So then by the time she was finished was when I was done. So we would tag out. She would tell me what she found. She'd go to the other room. I would do my thing while she was starting on the next patient or mm -hmm. even finishing up the next patient. You know, right. She would come in, wait for the doctor to, to exam, get the next appointment scheduled. We even took payment in our operatory. So uh, you know, awesome. we were doing, we did a lot. We, we yeah. were, we were, we, my doctor didn't want the bottleneck at the front desk. So yeah. And I'm we sure were, that eliminated all that. Once oh, you it know, absolutely yeah. did. We, I trained patients for years to, to give me their paycheck, their, their check or their checkbook at the end of the appointment or, or credit card even. So yeah. um, I did have her a checklist of everything that I wanted her to, to make sure that she did during right. that time. Um, and she did. But the, the key thing to this was I didn't feel rushed. My patients didn't feel like I was rushing them through the appointment, and they they almost got a, a two for one sort of thing right. because they got to enjoy both of us for a little bit of time, right. uh, as opposed to just having me in the room. I think it's great. Uh, I you know I have a, a lot of doctors tell me that they have a reservation of doing this because they they're concerned that the patient won't get won't see the value in it. Sure, right? Because sure. we've got so many hands that it's being passed off to. Right. So I always tell them like it can be done. It can be done right. You just really want to make sure that you're that the hygiene assistant is highly trained. Yes, absolutely, right? and not only highly trained but confident, right? Um, able to 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 engage with the patient, mm -hmm. um, able to handle the pace, right? Um, you know, for any of you that know Colby, I'm a quick start. I know that she had to have been a quick start, off the charts quick start. We worked very well together. Right. Um, when I lost her and he, she was replaced with someone else. I was a nervous wreck because I could hear in the other room that they weren't as far along as they needed to be. Right. Um, so, you gotta, so you really need to to train them properly. Absolutely. You train right? them so properly. I think that's a big key a of doing a checklist, that. Um, and that they, they, they know exactly what's expected of them during that time that they're with the patient. And that's and that's another key part of it too. Yes. So if you don't have a checklist for them, um, they need to practice their handoff. So that's yes. something you'd want to do mm -hmm. early on um, is make sure you have those handoffs. I didn't want that patient getting any less care from her as I would have given them. Exactly. I wanted, you know, because I took that as my, as, that, that, that meant something to me. I didn't want them to feel like they were getting gypped. I didn't want them to feel like they right. were getting less of an appointment because, I'm not saying, but I, I wanted them to get a good solid appointment and not feel like I had shortchanged them. Right. And I think it goes back to thinking like, why would an office want to do this? And if you think about it, you should be, and this goes for doctors and hygienists, mm -hmm. like, right, you should be doing only what you're licensed to do. Absolutely. Right? Yes. So anything else sure. that some, an assistant can be doing, right. you really want to utilize that. Absolutely. Right? Because that's going to allow you to 
um, to give more care. Right. Right. And right. put you use your time wisely. Exactly. And that's exactly how we worked this. Um, mm -hmm. You know, she did those things that she could the x-rays, um, the, the the medical history exam or, uh, uh, overview, the blood pressure, um, all of those things that she was doing. And then 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 at the end, she was the one waiting for the doctor to come and do the exam. So, yeah. Now, <laughs> so. did she uh, apply the fluoride varnish? Yes, she could. Yeah. She sure did. Um, it, it depends on, you know, sometimes I even had her floss. It, yeah. It, so, and in um, some states, it, too, of course, this all depends on what state, state you're in. Sure but I know um, I used to work um, in Colorado, mm -hmm. and um, my assist the assistant we had there, she actually uh, could polish, too. Oh, good. Yeah. So right. depending upon where you're at. So sure. just, I, I, want, I want people to start just thinking, like, how can I make better use of the provider's Absolutely. time in my practice? Absolutely. The provider being the hygienist and the doctors. Right. Right. And if you can really just maximize what they can do. Right. And maximize what your assistants can do, you're going to see uh, a lot of profit come in exactly. with that. Right. Exactly. And you don't have to worry about devaluing the service as long as you are training these people. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Comes back it, to training. It's, it's not that hard. And again, I I don't I didn't have a single patient to complain that they didn't feel like they were getting the customer service that they deserved. Right. They didn't feel like they were being passed off. They they knew that that they were fine with it. Should so. be a nice flow, nice Absolutely. handoff from one Absolutely. person to the next. And I know we talk a lot about handoffs. We're going to talk about that uh, coming up in some of these future episodes. Right, but as long right. as you keep those those handoffs going and create that value, um, this can be a, a like I said, a great great profitable thing for your for your hygiene right. department. Let me tell you a couple of things that it won't work if you don't do. Um, you have to have two designated rooms. You just have to have yes. it. Um, in order to make this flow well for to give the patient the ultimate experience, you've got to make it happen that way. Um, you have to have a designated assistant. Um, this fell by the wayside in my office when he needed her back for something. And he said, well, just, just ask for help when you need it. It can't work that way. Right. You've got to have that person who, is, who has their eye on your schedule and on, on the clock and knows where you are. Um, and, you've, and you've got to have an assistant who realizes that you've got to keep the pace. Right. You know, you don't want, we, we don't ever want anyone to run behind uh, because that means the next person who's waiting for you in the reception area is now, you're late to getting them back. So right. you've got to have someone who can't get distracted by other things or it's going to fall apart. Stay on track. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And keep you on schedule too. Exactly. Yeah. And she did. She, um, she, as I said, we used headsets. She was constantly, in fact, someone said, oh, I got you another one. And so she had gone to the reception area to see who, who, who had come, a family member who had come with someone else, or yeah. we had a new patient who was in that wanted to get a, a, a So she a was taking that initiative. Absolutely. Yeah. And she Looking just basically, I was the bobblehead. I just nodded and went where she told me to go. So, <laughs> But that's what um, you want. I mean, absolutely. that's exactly what and you I want. And I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved the pace. Um, I loved being able to, to, to move at that pace. I was able to, typically on a regular day, I would see nine patients because we did a 50-minute schedule. If um, With this, I could do anywhere from 12 to even 16 patients sometimes if we had children. Right. So, um, And um, were you ever exhausted at the end of the day? I don't think so. Yeah. I really don't. I don't remember that. Um, now, the other hygienist in my office would not have done this. She, she did yeah. not want to work I at this pace. I that's interesting to bring up, yeah. too, because I think a lot of, you know, we get, go into a lot of offices where there's multiple hygienists, sure. and some of the hygienists think this is the greatest thing. Right, right. right. They are so excited about it. Right. Other hygienists are like, I don't ever want to do that. Right. So I also feel like it's okay. Like, they, not every hygienist has Absolutely. to do it. Absolutely. Right? So and, and because of space, 
there's a good chance they won't be able exactly. to. So start playing around with this. What, who are yeah. some of the hygienists that would like to take that challenge and, right. and really open up that accelerated hygiene and work Absolutely. with that? Because I've seen it be extremely profitable in some right. of the practices I've worked at. Right. You did it. Made the day go by fast. I yeah. made more money that way. The practice made more money. Yeah. Um, it, it was fun for me. And, and really, we made it work. It was not a, a detriment to the practice. Right. We made it work. So I just I encourage you, if anyone's thinking about it, um, you know, do you can do some more research on it, but it's it's definitely a great way to introduce. Um, you, you'll actually be able to start seeing more new patients. So if you feel like you're at capacity, but you've got the room for your hygienist to work out of, right? I would definitely start thinking about Absolutely. doing that, especially before we start adding on hygienists and sure. all these other things, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Hygiene Profit Leaders podcast on iTunes. We have new episodes every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also subscribe by visiting our website, hygieneprofitleaders.com, where you can download notes, listen to previous podcasts, and learn more about who we are, what we do, and how we can help you grow your hygiene department. Stay educated.